1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun.
0: Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods.
3: I try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this.
2: With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Steven Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindle. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio.
3: On 973 The Fan.
4: Do the show, bitch!
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Boy, I was really excited yesterday for a minute. Actually for about six hours. And then I wasn't. I totally uh, misconstrued an email or a uh, tweet that I saw from the great Brett Michaels, lead singer of Poison, star of uh, VH1's Rock of Love. So I told you guys after the first Seals game of the year, his daughter, Rain, is our new sideline reporter, and she's fantastic. And uh, once I found out she was Brett Michaels' daughter, I earwhipped her to no end. Uh, that Brett Michaels, I mean, I grew up listening to Poison, was in like hair metal bands, the whole thing. And she goes, oh, casually. The first time I met her, she goes, "My dad's going to come to a game this season." I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" Okay, really, really. So I wake up from my uh, nap after my procedure yesterday, and I see a tweet from Brett Michaels. It says, "This Saturday, I will be cheering on the Seals' lax and my oldest daughter, Rain Michaels, the sideline commentator for the San Diego Seals at NLL at ESPN Plus." This is like a rock concert, UFC, and hockey had a badass child. Hashtag party gra. So I lost my mind. I thought, he's this is the game. He's coming. So I, uh, I, I DM'd her. I said, you said it was going to happen, and it happened. And a couple hours go by, and she goes, oh, no, he's not going to be there. He's on tour. Huh. He'll just be rooting us on. Now, I had already. I can see how you made that mistake. Right, I, right.
2: I can see that. Yeah,
3: this Saturday I'll be cheering on Seals Laxley. Didn't he never said in person?
2: No, in fact, he tagged ESPN Plus, to almost indicate (laughs) probably be watching the streaming version. Now that you now that you look back with a fresh set of eyes,
5: but
3: it's pretty cool. He's wearing a seals. uh, But you were
2: coming out a little groggy. I
5: was,
3: I was. Procedure, yeah. He has a seals hat on and a, a seals mug, and I was just like, well, that's cool in and of its own. Right now, I did order on Amazon to be delivered today an album, a Poison vinyl record. I'll get it signed eventually at some point from him. I also dug through my old heavy metal magazines that I uh, have. Uh, found an old circus magazine from 1987 that had, you know, hottest young stars of Hollywood. Brett Michaels is in there. I was going to bring that in. And actually didn't want him to sign anything. Just say, hey, look what I have from 1987. Uh, how crazy is this to see? Um. Yeah, he's gonna get ear. He's gonna get ear- effed by me pretty good when I meet him.
2: Now I don't know if you know the answer to this, but his daughter said they're touring right now. Yeah, do they still come out with new music, or is it simply at this point we're playing our hits and doing the tour thing? They just
3: played Petco. With Def Leppard and somebody else, and I wanted to go Motley Crue, I think, and I missed it.
2: It's a little about nostalgia. Yeah, it's point. a
3: nostalgia thing. I'm sure. I mean, look at this point, and I think it it hair metal gets a bad rap. They do, and I've just been always an unabashed hair metal fan. I don't care. Um, I love it. It's just it's what I kind of grew up on. But they like sold a lot of tickets at Petco Park, and but I do feel like it goes even if you go see the Stones, and if Mick says. Here's a new song we've been working on. I'm gonna go get a beer.
2: I am right. Like yeah, if the, I don't even care. the yeah. Stones. I, I want to hear. I want to hear the if, the ones from my childhood. If Paul I McCartney hear the is
3: playing Petco and says, "Here's a new song I've been working on. You're really gonna love it." I'm gonna go grab a beer or take a leak. Like now, that's what I'm gonna do. From
2: an artist's perspective, I can see it both ways. I can it see. Would be t- I would. I would hate it. You know
3: me. I. I would can, hate oh,
2: it. I played this song for the fifty-seven thousandth time. Yeah and it loses some of its magic obviously at that point but i can also see writing music coming up with new songs Sucks. that's really hard well, and, it's- and if you can make a ton of money and all you have to do is you know fly around first class yes. or you know hotel suites and then go play songs you know easily by heart like oh, yeah. you could play in your sleep have a great time you know pre-show post-show whatever sounds like a pretty decent life actually Boy- for a rock star in their you know, fifties or sixties or however old he is at this point. You know how bored I get doing the same stuff over and over, and try to
3: be different a lot, and and I just it, that would be hard for me. And but then again, coming up with new material also very hard. It's very very hard to continue to be original and and different. But um, I don't know, man. I've I'm I get in the hair metal. Uh, I listen to a lot. I listen to it a lot, and I've been in a really big rabbit hole the last few weeks. In fact, when I was uh, on my Uh, Porcelain Throne the other night I basically read The entire Stephen Piercy Who was the singer of Rat San Diego Connection I read his entire biography (laughs) Sitting there That night I finished it and it's fantastic Um, But there was something that jumped out at me Oh There's a correlation To Ben and Woods and hair metal
2: There is 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 it my sense of fashion No
3: No it's their, they kind of are, um, they have to do their, like, marketing and stuff, like, themselves. And they were all, too, every band back then, they used to flyer the Sunset Strip. A little, you know, staple guns, and there were wars and battles, like, my flyer, you put that on top of mine, and, you know, it's it's, you got, there's, there's. With the radio industry these days, I mean, you know, it's people imitate you and stuff like that. So You should be putting up ben and Woods flyers. I mean, all around town. Here's the deal: if they worked, I probably would be doing that. If I if I could go out and head flyer down to things, Kinkos, yeah. run
2: off you know a thousand copies. You know, head down to the busy. You know, streets of the San Diego click where, click yeah, click, click,
5: you know. yeah. Trust me, we, got,
2: we have stickers. Yeah, we do have stickers.
3: Some, I have like
5: four left. We have so. some left, and it's like, you ever pull up to a red light or something, and there's See like a the, pole or yeah. something in the median oh, or it. off to the side, and there's stickers everywhere?
3: I thought Trust about me, it. Trust me, I thought about it. I thought about it as well. But I just, I like their dedication to being successful. That's, that's who they were, all of them. Uh, and I just admire it. I admire their, uh, all they wanted to do was make it, all these bands, so... I'm excited, man. If I get a chance to meet him, you will see. You've seen me fanboy over Manny. You haven't seen anything yet. Like I'll be sitting in the dude's lap. You know what I mean? I'm, seriously, I, I love Brett Michaels, and my wife does too. She watched Rock of Love and was like, "Oh my god, I love Brett Michaels." He's just he's a cool guy. It's a cool guy, and his daughter's really talented too. So um, I was really bummed to hear that he wasn't going to be here for the uh, Seals game on Saturday. But we'd love to have you guys out to, to Pechanga Arena. It's uh, tomorrow night.
2: Well, you now still can look forward to it. It's yeah. At some point, going to happen.
3: Yeah, hopefully it's going to happen, and I've got the rally loaf uh, tomorrow. If you don't know what that is, you're going to have to come check it out for yourselves. But team is playing lights out right now. I uh, have not lost a game, knock on wood, and, and another tough opponent tomorrow. So I'll be there banging on the glass and, and excited. you got to get out to a game this season, but I don't think you made one last year.
2: Uh, Let's see. Did I not make one last year? I don't think you came last year. I know. Year. I've been to like two or three yeah. total since they started. But Well, the,
3: the plan, too, if I'm ever out and I've never missed a game, and I don't ever plan on missing a game, but the plan would be for you to fill in for me, <laughs> which I think would be
2: great. I'm your backup. You
5: are. a
3: very different style, but I'm yeah, your backup. but I think it would be fun, don't you? Yeah. I, I
2: think people would come out to watch you do it, too. We should do, if Kids, I'm ever we'll out some job security, 10, like, yeah. yeah. You can anchor the, the sports news oh, at Channel God, 10 and be my backup. You know how I feel about TV. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't now do that it. that would be funny. I can't do it. That <laughs> would be... what what would what a it sound like? Sports cast be like. Would you just would you be like old school Ted Leitner and no prompter and just get up there and No, riff? I, I could Would you want everything scripted out for you and just well, kind to read
3: along? Well, you have to write your own script. Yeah? I do, yes. So I don't want to do How long is it?
2: It's usually about 2 minutes. Usually not much more than that. Sounds
3: like a good bit idea. But I don't want to do it on television, but I could do it on the radio.
2: Yeah, but television—that's part of it—is how where you're holding your hands, what are you wearing? You know, how are you carrying this. yourself on camera? You're wearing that zip-up hoodie. That's not what we wear on television. Mm. I mean, you could wear your seals outfit, I guess. My seals outfit? Yeah, your suit. Your seals cost, suit? Yeah, dressing in Salty's
3: uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it's just a suit. <laughs> it's just call it a suit. This is a suit.
2: <laughs> the only time I ever see you wearing it though is. When you're doing Seals games. So it's true. your Seals out. I'm there. out of the suit. I'm well, not I guess it's anything. your kit. Then. It's my kit. Yeah. Your Seal, your seals kit. kit. <laughs> uh, no, it should be a fun one
3: tomorrow night. You can get your tickets at sealslax.com.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is kind of championship or a bust. Yeah, I'd say so. They went out and got like the best
3: players in the world. So uh, we're scoring a ton of goals. Got to play a little bit better on defense. The thing about that, that league is, I mean, we had a huge lead. Last game, they, all, they almost came back in one. We were down eight goals uh, and then came back in one. So literally anything can happen, but it's so exciting. It's so much fun, and these guys are just the best in the world. So um, crowds, we only had one home game so far, but the crowd was fantastic. So let's keep it ro- keep it rolling. Really fun family night uh, on a Saturday night.
2: I'm getting excited. Uh, the golf tournament, Farmers Insurance, opens just a couple of weeks away. i very excited, uh, Actually, man. I tuned in to some of the, the Century Tournament Me of too. Champions yesterday, uh, three guys tied for the lead, all at nine under par. They absolutely tear that course apart in Maui, and three guys who you'll see at Torrey Pines: John Rahm, Colin Morikawa, and JJ Spawn, uh, SDSU alum, are all tied uh, at nine under par, sixty-four. It's a par seventy-three course, so that's the extra par fives, a lot of eagles. They they put up some low low rounds there in the first tournament of the year that's underway, and then uh, in a, just a couple of weeks, beginning Wednesday. Uh, January 25th, the first round of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. So we're getting close to a golf season here in San Diego as well.
3: Yeah, I watched uh, a little bit yesterday and and that
2: course is incredible. You've played there? I have played That's there. That's the place yeah. you went on. It's like on the third it's vacation like on a mountainside, you know, it's way you go way up, way down. There have been more 400-yard drives on that course than pretty much every other PGA Tour venue combined. Because like the 18th hole is like 680 yards, but it's it's pretty much straight downhill, yeah. so the ball will roll like 80 yards after it lands, and these guys are averaging like 370 yards on the drives on that hole. So yeah, it's it's kind of but the fairways are wide, birdies are plentiful. It was it
3: was made for it's a resort course, you know, and, yeah. and the guy that designed it and had said. This was really never made for tournament play. So, yeah, it's a it's a really nice way to ease into the season. So this is the official kickoff to the season?
2: Well, technically, the season started back in 2022. After the last season ended, they've had a few of those fall tournaments first. Yep. But it's the first real tournament of 2023. Yep. And then they'll have another one in Hawaii next week, the first full field uh, at an Oahu. And then they come back for the... The desert, and then it's over to Torrey Pines. Can't wait. Can't so, wait for the um, farmers. You know, the funny thing is, I I've heard some of the broadcasts, this is the 25th year that they've played the tournament in Kapalua. Do you know where it was before that, though? No. La Costa. No they kidding. They used to play the Tournament of Champions every year. They started in January at La Costa. And I used to go to that one every single year, like, with my dad, uh, you know, we'd go and watch the, the best of the guys who had won the year before. Tiger won it in a pl- a one-hole playoff once it was raining. I remember that. And I saw the was, video. I think it was against t- Tom Lehman. Tom Lehman. And the course was soaked. It was a week like this, and they couldn't even get out there. I mean, LaCosta's lies low, so a lot of the fairways were flooded and underwater. But the par three right in front of the clubhouse there with the lake, that was still dry enough to play. So they said, we're just going to play this one layman i think put his ball in the water he did and so tiger's like okay they're gonna he's gonna knock it somewhere on the green you know nowhere near the water no, right for the flag he knocked right it about two flag. feet it was amazing tap in birdie and uh and won the tournament of champions at la costa that year so. yeah pretty cool but that was a quarter of a century ago that they last played that tournament here in san diego and as nice as san diego and la costa is Boy, that looked pretty beautiful
3: yesterday, the course that they were playing. The weather looked spectacular. You got the best guys in the world. Yeah, I
2: think Third Vacation was there last year. Right. Yeah. Right, right right by that course. We Leader We is, had lunch at the course one day. I didn't play it this time, but Leader is Mar- It's uh, Rom, Mar- Mar- Morikawa, oh. and Spawn. They're okay. all at, all at, at nine, nine and under. Rom had a chance to get to ten. He actually bogeyed like the easiest hole on the course and still shot nine under wow. par yesterday. You, so he imagine? looks like he's off to a hot start here this year. And you know how well he plays at Tory. Uh, you can pretty much pencil him in for somewhere in contention in the final round at, at the Farmers Insurance Open this month. Beautiful a little golf chat on Ben Woods. It feels so good. It's yeah. been a while. I want to get. I want to get to some NFL talk though. Now that we know what the scenarios are and how they're going to do it, you got a lot of meaningful games this weekend. Two tomorrow. The rest of them on Sunday. And there's plenty of playoff implications getting in. Seatings, home field advantage, and everything. Uh, we'll get through some of that coming up with Bennett Woods. First, a little check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back, Ben Woods, 821. It is Friday morning. You can always listen on the app. You get all the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want on the free Odyssey app. You can download it today. Uh, I had a Manny Machado in the wild sighting yes. yesterday. Yes, indeed. Uh, he was up a, a little bit north of here at a Callaway event. Our friends at Callaway invited Manny. Uh, they are they're kind of unveiling some of their new gear. What do they call it? It's um, Something of don't Yeah, I don't I don't want to mess it up, but uh, they were doing an unveiling. They were at one of their top golf facilities. Of course, we're getting a couple of them here in San Diego. And Manny was like one of the guests of honor uh for this Callaway event yesterday, which was pretty cool to see. And they did an interview Paradigm. with him. Paradigm, Paradigm
3: Fairway Woods. They look gorgeous. They do
2: look good. And they interviewed him about their kind of his golf habits during the season. They say, Yeah, they look forward to off days on the road that guys bring clubs Manny's only been playing for three or four years he's just kind of getting into the into the sport right now but has gotten the golf bug a bit and i i don't have a problem with playing in-season golf if you're a baseball player i mean pitchers you know the atlanta braves starting rotation of the 90s was famous for their golfing habits both during and outside of the season yeah they were like psychotic about it I, to me to me it's a it's a pretty benign stress reliever, I would think, yeah. with very low chance at, at injury. I mean, it's not zero, but... I mean, what's, What do you, you... You tweak your back, maybe, you know, over swinging? Possibly. Possibly. But, you know, I, I play a lot of golf, I do and too. it doesn't really affect uh-uh. me. I mean...
3: You get, you get hit by a ball. You could, <laughs> yeah. But you could... Get hit by a car. But and getting there's a, a coffee. lot. There's
2: a lot of things you could be doing that are probably a, a bunch worse if than you, playing golf.
3: If you found out that your, you know, superstar athlete, I don't know. Let's just call it like a shortstop. Got hurt, and oh. what was he doing? Uh, he's playing golf. I would not be upset. He was riding a bull. I'm upset. He was riding a <laughs> dirt bike. I'm upset. He was skydiving. Hypothetically, he was Parasailing. Yeah, yeah, this is all hypothetical. He was parasailing. I'm upset. He was water skiing. I'm upset. He's playing golf. Oh, must have been a freak accident. I don't. I, that would not bug me in the slightest.
2: Fell into a bunker. Yeah, <laughs> which you've done. Yes, before walking. I have on done that before, Tory <laughs> Pines, and didn't, I didn't even injure myself. It was embarrassing. But you didn't know it was there because it, it was pitch black. It's very dark. That's terrifying. It is. <laughs> it is. God it was I actually. It was a remarkably scary walk. <laughs> yes. You know, you, it's hard to tell how far <laughs> you're going and like. You know, he was, I mean, it was a good half mile at least <laughs> from the car to the radio setup in absolute pitch blackness. Like it, you can't see a thing, and it's uneven terrain. I mean, it is that is kind of scary. So yeah, Manny talked about some of his golf habits, and then there's um, there's this golf content creator Roger Steele uh, who caught up with Manny on the range as well. He was about to do. It was basically. Um, a chance to win a, a million dollars for charity hole and get yeah, a hole in one yeah. on the driving range uh, for to benefit Pro Kids Academy. He, he didn't make the hole in one, but they were they were talking about it here. Hey, yo, man, if you
4: if you win this million dollars, what you gonna do with it? Oh man, going to find some special people to uh, donate that to. And... that was not the answer I was what? looking for, it, dog. What? Come on, baby, we ball out around here. Yeah, we do,
1: we do. But, hey, you know. Hey, it's Talk about the love about family, about kids. Why are you giving Spiring. me all these
4: politician answers, man? What you? Nah, you a baseball player politician. I'm a baseball player. <laughs> Be a baseball player then, buy some chains, baby.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: for charity, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, if I win the million dollars, I'm going to go buy
2: a bunch of chains. One of the reasons I like Banny, that he's just like the ultimate cool guy. Yeah. But he also is sometimes as awkward as I am in he situations can like be. that. Yes, yes, he
4: can be. He really be. is.
2: I mean, he's not He's not trying to really be cool. He is cool, Yeah, but he certainly is not trying out there to be the cool guy. He just is. He just kind of oozes cool. He does, like the way he plays and carries himself. That sure. um, that like sweat he was wearing with the stripes as well. Pretty slick. Black Very slick. Pretty I could, slick. I could, not, I could
5: not pull that off. No, I'll you tell you couldn't. that right now. No, you couldn't. But uh, was, there was. You'd look like Tony Soprano. There was another <laughs> bit
3: in this thing where he was on the uh, on the range, and they had yeah, this was wild. They had some guy who was like freestyling raps, right? Like you do, except you don't freestyle. Uh, he was rapping and talking about Manny opting out uh, of his contract, which Manny was like almost in about to do his ba- his backswing, and he stopped and started laughing, like kind of hung his head. And the first thing I thought of was, well, I mean, we're going to see Manny in spring training in six weeks, right? And I don't know how much media he's going to do between now and then. He's probably, I would say, it's a safe bet that he's not going to be on our show until spring training. Yeah, we would all agree. Probably is yes. right. It's got to be the first question that we ask him, right? Since so it's the first thing I thought of when this guy was, like, laughing. And Manny started oh laughing God, about it.
5: SC, you it can is. have you want, my dude, Manny. What will y- need to She would hit it on the green. Can you be great right now,
4: Manny? That's what I'm talking about. He's already done the math. Next year, he's going to opt out of his contract. <laughs> you know that's true.
5: He's been seeing the numbers. Yeah, you know who's pissed you? Hey, Manny, re- Real quick before you hit this boss line, who's really mad that your boy David Wright We just he was playing. Oh, here we go, you just killed a f- parking ah! lot.
3: <laughs> Alright. So that was a freestyle rap by somebody, but he talked about Manny opting out, and I mean look, it's the it shouldn't surprise anybody how in this au- town. How awkward is it going to be this very year? It's going to be, unless Peter Seidler comes to the table, now. you know, before spring training starts, because we'll be there, we'll be there day two. We're going to give them the the first day of spring training when everybody reports. You go in, I don't know how it works in the big leagues, Pauly, I don't know, hey, can I get an extra large belt, or can you cut a, you know, like I can get my hat ready, and my uni, and everything else, and get your locker all set up. Day two, we're going to be there, so he'll... I don't know when we're going to have at him on. This
5: effing guy. Yeah,
3: I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but I know when we talk to him. Well, yeah, we have to ask him. Hey, if unless it's been you know negotiated and uh, agreed to before the season starts, um, you know, if you're Manny, do you run the risk of having a bad year in an opt-out year? But I don't think you do
2: if you're him because you're so consistent. Let me make it less awkward. He's going to opt out. He has to opt out. And, they, yeah, I mean, he has to, barring something weird happening, let's not make this a big deal correct. for Manny Machado. It doesn't mean that doesn't mean he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't it like the Padres. It doesn't mean he's not loyal to Padres fans, or he doesn't like his teammates, or wants to go somewhere else. But he would be, essentially, given the current market, given his talent, given his age, he would be quite foolish from a business standpoint not to opt out of this contract after this year, How? if they haven't signed a new long-term extension. How old will he be when this current contract expires? 34? The 10-year contract? Yeah, yeah. Four, 30, 36. 36, yeah. okay. All right. Or he can opt out for his after his age 31 coming up here and sign a new deal somewhere. It's... it's well, I mean, it's, when you're him... It's not a hard... It shouldn't be a hard decision.
5: Rip up the current contract, give him a new... 10, 11 year deal, whatever you, you know, you can get creative on the money and yeah. all that. Get him a higher AAV. You know, the Devers extension definitely drives Machado's price up, right?
3: Xander, yeah. I mean, you know, Xander getting a contract till he's 41, a little bit less AAV, I think, than Manny would get. But I think you look at it if you're Peter I am what Seidler, he's worth,
5: But lock him down, what? keep him right here
3: and for the rest of his career. Then you don't have to worry about those questions. All season long, I mean, if the Padres hit a little skid, you know somebody, some edgelord's lord's going to ask him. So, are you going to opt out now? I mean, like now is it now is it more likely that you'll opt out if the Padres go into a little funk? Um, you can alleviate all of that if then, you're Peter Seidler by just buying him out of that. I would assume.
5: And then, dude, like then we're talking about one hell of a championship of window. Yeah, because right uh, yeah. now the window is this year. You it's got this your, year next. Like, yeah. Looking at like the pitching that you're losing after this year True. and all that. You've it's got this year yeah. to win this year, yeah. But pressure's on if you can lock up Machado and you have Tatis, Machado and Xander like locked in for the next ten years. Pretty good core there. I'll take my chances with that. Yeah, I like that core myself. And then you just leave it up to AJ to fill in the fill in the blanks yep. on the rest of the roster. Yeah, you know, I I would say that that's
2: probably the direction we're trending toward. Doesn't mean it's going to happen before the season. You know, doesn't mean it's going to happen by the All Star break. But I, I would imagine that. You know, if Peter Seidler and A.J. Preller had their way, they would like to take care of something sooner rather than later. I would imagine the same. And you never know what happens behind closed doors. They could have said, oh, no, we'll talk after the season, right? I, I know other... there's, there's probably some people nationally who think the plan is, oh, yeah, they've already signed all these other guys. They're going to let Manny opt Popped out and out. let him
5: leave so they don't have to pay all that money. I don't think that's the thought process in the Padres' front office. No, I don't that's either. Not... Xander being, a, you know, just an insurance policy no. in case. I, I think that. They'd be foolish to just go out and sign all these people without, you know, considering and having that conversation internally and with Manny. Yeah, and it, there's, it's not the grand
2: plan of the Padres. All right, Xander shifts over to third. Once Manny's gone, right. we have no chance at re-signing him. That's not how they think. No, now, could it? Is it possible? Could yeah. it happen that way? It absolutely yes. could. And it's good to have backup plans, but that is not the number one plan for the Padres. Is to just let Manny Machado go without doing their darndest to try to keep him around as long as possible.
3: I sure would be a little more at ease, though. You know, I really would. It'd, it'd make this season as enjoyable as it's going to be. Uh, it'd make it a lot more enjoyable for me to see the the captain, the unofficial captain, a made captain, and b get locked up so that he retires here. He never plays for anyone else.
5: Well, and as long as they don't lowball him and, and go through the media like the Yankees did with Aaron Judge, yeah. Yeah, it worked out. They yeah. they got it they done. Got but I would I would think as a player too, just get if this is where you want to be. Yep. You also know what you're worth. You're building you know a your value. Is, yep. But you you know make everything right. Get it done. Then you don't have to put pressure on yourself to go into a contract year just or not out play. Play here or anything yeah. like that. You just go out and do what you have done your entire career. Yep. Just go out and play. All
2: right. When we uh, come back, there are, let me count this, I believe, eight teams vying for three Ooh. undecided playoff spots in it, the NFL this weekend. It'll all be decided this Plus, weekend. Plus, home field advantage in both conferences still up for grabs. Woo. The bye in the first round. Seedings, matchups, very important. Lots of big games. We'll go through the implications of the matchups for tomorrow and Sunday when we come back with more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Now we dream- Oh, it's beautiful, Paul. He's trying to
3: twist the knife.
4: Yeah. We both lie, still in the the of the night.
2: If I we could, could we get Brett Michaels on, we, we should. And we should that's the plan. Yep. What would you ask him?
3: What wouldn't I ask him? (laughs) I'd ask him about everything. You know, he's a diabetes uh, survivor, Ben. He's um, had diabetes his whole life, even when he was young. Type 1. Type 1. Oh, yeah. Type 1 diabetes. And probably lived a little hard back in the day with somebody with diabetes. But he would, uh, there's so much to ask. Guy's been around this, this game for 40 years, man. Wrote this song in a laundromat in my hometown here in Dallas. Hmm. Yeah,
2: here in Dallas, Texas. A laundromat. Yeah. A laundromat.
3: Yeah, going through a breakup.
2: I was, where was I yesterday? Um, I was somewhere, and the guy in line in front of me asked for change in quarters. The person at the, at the counter goes, You want quarters? He goes, Yeah, I got to do my laundry. I go, Yeah, well, I guess there's still coin-operated laundromats. Not as many as there used to be. This Not everyone, common.
3: like yourself, has a butler that
2: does all of their laundry <laughs> and folds all of their laundry. do my own I laundry. I know you do. Thank you very much.
4: <laughs> But we
2: do have our own washer and dryer
4: yes. in our
3: home. You just can't run it anymore because it's too expensive. True to run everything. We I heard small you guys. One too. I heard you guys touch on that yesterday. Power we open. natural God, gas, gas costs man. and
2: things like that. You tweeted about it the I other
3: day pissed. too. We have really become power vigilantes in our home, gas and electric. And I mean, I'm I find myself at home in the middle of the day just lying on my bed, afraid to move because they might charge me SDG&E. <laughs> so I just sit there on my phone. <laughs> And I'm like, is this sucking power from somewhere? Dana, why are we eating dinner in the dark? Bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, like the 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 moves that we've made, Hannah gets up early anyway, but she does our laundry at like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And I don't know if it's helping, but they told us that there's rate increases at certain times. They really keep it nebulous. Peak hours. Peak hours, yeah, they keep it very nebulous to take you for a lot of your money. And boy, they are are doing a good job at that. They care about being transparent. That does nothing for me. The fact that you care about being transparent, that you're overcharging,
2: doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, my colleague, Jeff Lasky, went and tried to hold their feet to the fire, going, yeah. okay, all right, natural gas costs are through the roof, and right. you are being tra- you see that, and you passing that on to the customers, but you're also making, reportedly, record profits Correct. from whatever other part of the business. Any chance that you could charge us less for some of those other things? Yes, so we don't have to pay
3: oh, so now, much. Now, more. let's
5: not get carried away.
2: The 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 bills
3: of mine of the cable because I am a boomer and I can't live without it. Still, cable and internet, and now SDG&E. Ben, I mean, you have two full time jobs, and it still can get stretched thin. I've got two full time employees in my home, me and my wife. And we're paycheck to paycheck as anybody. And it is just, it is so gnarly. And it's just going up. It's just going up. Gas, is just, everything's expensive. <laughs> it just sucks. But hey, you know what? I'll pay whatever you have to, I have to to keep me here. And I think they know that.
2: Out listening to Ben and Woods cost you the same as it did the very first day where we were on the is air. Is
3: there a better value <laughs> than radio?
2: It's no free. No inflation here. No. you still It's free. It's on the house. All right, uh, we have an update uh, on the Buffalo Bills again and DeMar Hamlin, uh, the GM of the Bills, talking now. I'll give you some of that news right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So the uh, GM of the Buffalo Bills, Brandon Bean, uh, is talking right now or just wrapped up doing a Zoom session with reporters in Buffalo. Uh, he insisted on being at the hospital, and he's been there pretty much, you know, constantly in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin since Monday night. Uh, talked about the Hamlin parents, Mario and Nina. Said I don't think I would have handled it with the same strength if it was my son. Says they were absolutely amazing through this whole week. Um, he talked about uh, you know letting Demar know, I guess, about the the donations, the GoFundMe over seven million dollars. He says you're not going to be giving toys for tots anymore. You're giving cars now for tots. Yeah, no doubt. At this point, with what you've raised and uh, bringing a smile to his face, and he also talked about the coaches, and in particular his own coach, Sean McDermott. He says, this guy deserves coach of the year, not for what we've done on the field, but just for how he handled everything on Monday night and since that happened and the way uh, that it's come together. And we heard from Sean McDermott yesterday as well, getting emotional as as the good news of, of DeMar Hamlin you know, waking up and, and all the good news we had yesterday. Uh, we heard from Sean McDermott as well.
4: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a big social media person, uh, but Josh did did share something with me uh, via text that he saw today, earlier today, and um, and I looked at it, and it was uh, maybe you've seen it, It's about what maybe Demar's mom is going to share with him when he <clears throat> when he wakes up, and. Um, It's, excuse me. It's amazing to to know the impact that this has had on um, so many of so many people, and for now, Demar to be awake and his mom to be able to share that with him is it's incredible.
2: It's beautiful, man.
4: Just so that's that's
2: that's about
3: as powerful as audio as you're going to hear.
2: the uh, The Bills went back to their first full practice yesterday. They they do have a game and an important one uh, coming up this Sunday. I think they're going to feel a lot better about taking the field. Uh, Demar's family said, "Hey, we want you to go out there and, and play. You know, not with a heavy heart, but win one for Demar oh. this last game of the season." And uh, that's one of the more important games Sunday morning, ten a.m. Patriots at the Bills. The Patriots need to win to clinch a playoff spot. The wild card. The Bills, meanwhile, uh, win. They can do no worse than the second seed with the win. And if the Kansas City Chiefs lost, they could still end up as the number one seed. And if they did, they would get the actual home field advantage, the bye. They wouldn't have to play a neutral site game in the AFC Championship game. They'd have the best winning percentage, and it would be a done deal. Now, Tomorrow, the Kansas City Chiefs play the first game uh, at 1 o'clock on ABC. You can watch that on Channel 10 here in San Diego at the Raiders. Uh, That's an important one for the Chiefs. If they win, they'll be the one seed in the AFC. Yes. Now, doesn't mean necessarily they'll get to host the AFC championship game, because if the Bills and Chiefs both win and then they end up playing each other, then the NFL says... Uh, that's going to be a neutral site game in the AFC Championship to keep it fair since the Bills didn't get that opportunity to play the 17th game that's having if they it canceled. That's if they win. both win. Then the Chiefs would be the one seed, but could still end up in a neutral site game. The second game tomorrow. Well, quickly, yeah. what's what's wild about the Bills Patriots,
3: you've got a Patriots team that's absolutely no one had them making the playoffs this year, Ben, nobody. So they are they're starving to get in. They're playing. They're leaving it all out on the field, yes. right, to get into the playoffs. Yep. The Bills, boy, couldn't we all see this going either way? You could see them come out guns blazing. You could see them come out and and be a little bit lost.
2: Yeah, I think for the Patriots, it's pretty simple. It's win their end, lose, and they're in. Lose and they're out. They can't back yeah. their way. There's no in. backing in for them. So that's a huge one for them. Obviously, then tomorrow's second game is very clear. It's for the NFC or the AFC South title the 7 and 9 Titans at the 8 and 8 Jaguars but the winner wins the division and gets the number 4 seed in the AFC playoffs so that's a hugely important game the second game of the ABC doubleheader tomorrow how about jacksonville by the way again
3: another team nobody had even in the hunt right now i mean just the way they've played the last few weeks has been outstanding
2: all right else other games on sunday uh vikings at the bears now the vikings can't get the 1 seed in the NFC anymore. It can only be the Eagles or the Cowboys. So not a ton uh, to play for in that game for the Vikings. Not sure if they're going to want to rest some guys or not, but they've already obviously clinched uh, the division and they're in, but they can't, they can't improve to a one seed. Um, You've got the jets at the dolphins. Now the dolphins can make the playoffs with a win and a new England Patriots. So they'll be cheering for the Buffalo bills and then if they beat the Jets, the Dolphins, even though they've lost what their last like five, they lost a row, five in a row. They could still make the postseason. Not that I mean, not that crazy. It's about a fifty-fifty shot because the Patriots have a tough game at the Bills, and the Dolphins get to host the reeling New York Jets in this last game as well. Now, what is their quarterback situation? Very uncertain with the with the Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Tua has been obviously in concussion protocol twice now, so their situation is a little up in the air, but they could still make the postseason. Um, you've got uh, playoff implications, not really for the Bucs. They're they're already in as the division champs. Uh, they'll play the Falcons. You know Tom Brady has never lost to the Falcons? Never. No, not even when he falls <laughs> behind 28-3. They have never lost to the Falcons. Amazing. Um, the Browns play the Steelers. Now, the Browns have been eliminated, yep. but the 8-8 eight eight Steelers could still... If everything broke right could still get into they the need playoffs a win and a... Patriots and Dolphins losses. Okay. would get the Steelers. Which, by in. the
3: way could very much happen. The Dolphins probably the ones that are scaring them the most, but they need to win first.
2: Yep. Uh the Ravens play the Bengals. Now the Ravens could move up to the 5 seed with a win and a Chargers loss. The Cincinnati Bengals could theoretically still be in play for the top seed if both the Bills and the, um, uh, now, I'm, now I'm starting to get confused, <laughs> the Chiefs. The My, started Chiefs to glaze over, yeah. yeah. And they could still be in play for that neutral site AFC championship game if they won that one. Uh, Cowboys commanders, the Dallas Cowboys, could still be the one seed with a win and an Eagles loss. They could win the NFC East. Wouldn't that be a comeback after the Eagles kind of dominated all year? The Cowboys could come in, steal the division, steal the one seed at the end of the year as well with a victory, and an Eagles loss. The Eagles host the Giants. Both teams are in the playoffs, but obviously uh, that's an important game for the Eagles because they want to hold on to that one seed that they've had all all, season long. And that's always the interesting part. And that would be really
3: one of the tougher games to coach. You know, That would be one of the tougher games to game plan because you just can't afford to get somebody knocked out. You can't afford to get anybody hurt. It's almost a foregone conclusion. Somebody's going to get nicked up and and banged up and – once you're in the playoffs, I can see how tempting it would be to just rest everybody, but you also need to keep them sharp, and you're playing for you know division titles and buys and everything else. So uh, it makes it a little bit more challenging. The fact that the Packers Ben have a chance to make the playoffs is so it's not just a
2: chance; they control their own destiny. Yeah. they made that the Sunday night game against the Lions. Crazy Packers win, and they're the NFC final wild card at nine and eight. Uh, if the Lions win. They can make the playoffs, but only if Seattle loses to the, Seattle, the, the Rams. Rams which which is, is a tough one. That's so a tough one. after all this work, I I mean, I think it would be fun to see Dan Campbell oh, and the Lions make the phenomenal. playoffs. It's uh they only it's ha- a long shot. Uh ESP only gives them a twelve point five percent chance of making it, but they are still alive. Um but, you know, I mean it's a pretty good story. Aaron Rodgers leading no the doubt. Packers back. They were written off for absolutely dead. People were saying, play Jordan Love, get him some experience. There's no point. You have no chance. And here they are controlling their own destiny going into the last game of the season. So, I mean, that's a ton of games. Cardinals are at the 49ers. Um, The 49ers uh, can, can still get the number one seed with a win and an Eagles loss as well and a Cowboys loss. So, I mean, this is pretty much all but one or two games have some sort of playoff implications this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. And Adam's mad at me because I said you can watch the games on Channel 10 tomorrow, the doubleheader. You can also listen to them if you're not in front of your television here on 97.3 The Fan, which is, you know, your Saturday. You get things to do. You're not necessarily going to be able to sit down for six and a half hours of football. So, yeah, you definitely want to be listening on 97.3 The Fan to NFL football tomorrow while you're not watching it on Channel 10. That's exactly right.
5: also saw an update from Adam Schefter. The NFL announced uh, how they will show support for DeMar Hamlin uh, across the league in Week 18. There will be a pregame moment of support. Um, field painting, all clubs, both home and away, can outline the three in each 30-yard line. It uh, numbers It'll yeah. be in Bills red or blue. Pregame shirts can be worn by players. It'll be a black Nike shirt displaying love for DeMar 3. The Bills are going to have their own... A Nike shirt in their blue colors, and then uh, the Bills are going to wear a three jersey patch as well.
2: Very good. I like that idea of all the three. Yeah, I like that too. It's really cool on the field, like in a, in a Bills blue color.
5: Like the three zero and the thirty yard line will be outlined in blue or red.
2: I mean, let's let's be let's also be honest. This changes the entire tone of the weekend for it the It absolutely does. If Demar Hamlin was still like unconscious or god forbid had passed away in the last few days. I don't know how many people are really excited about football this weekend. Now with you know the great signs of his recovery, the NFL can actually kind of lean into it. They can honor him. They can also Focus on you know a great slate of games and a final weekend of the season and a much different mood and atmosphere than they would have had if things had gone poorly this week. I
5: was also glad to see that T. Higgins is doing okay. Yeah, no kidding. That guy, man. man the He's grief that to, he has it's... felt. Like I saw, he didn't leave the hospital for like two or three days. He was with and, his uh, family and his yeah, mom. Demar's yeah, yeah. mom was talking to him the
2: entire time. Saying, "Don't blame yourself. You know, this, right? You know, nothing you could have done." Sort of thing. Honestly. As tragic as it could have been, this has ended up being actually one of the more feel-good stories of the year. Uh, we'll continue on. Rindle Report, final hour of the week with Ben and Woods, coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, home of NFL football as well, 97 yes.
1: Free The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.